Hi there. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I am your host, Beth Ireland. Today, I have a first timer with me. This is Trisha Hitt. She is the assistant kennel manager, right? Shelter manager. Shelter ma- assistant shelter manager at the ARL. Um, welcome, Trisha. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Um, tell us how long you've been at the league and what you do. I am currently in the surgery center. I'm one of the surgery technicians and will be moving over to the shelter to start my new position as assistant shelter manager. Because um, you just got promoted. Yes. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been at the shelter. Um, it will be seven years in May. So it's been a long time. Um, a lot of the girls that I've talked to so far um, started at the league as a volunteer. Was that the same for you, or did you start right off as, a, as having a job? Well, there was an ad in the paper, and I went in and I talked to Harry, and they were looking to hire for a kennel technician, and they had hired someone, um, Sheila, who's not there with us anymore. She was there for many years as well. And I kept coming up and I kept asking Harry, please, please, I want to work here. (laughs) And he said, well, come in for a working interview and then we'll see what you think of it. Because usually we have people come in for a working interview and it really changes their mind because they see what we do on a daily basis. It's not all puppies puppies and and kitties. kitties. (laughs) Yeah, it's nothing like that. So I kept bugging him and he finally let me come in. I did a working interview and I loved it. And I started out as a kennel technician, and he hired me and Sheila. So so how long were you a kennel tech until you were promoted over to surgery? I was a kennel technician for almost four and a half years, and I've been over in surgery for about two and a half years, roughly. And since you've been in surgery, you got your certificate in vet... Tech assistant. Vet tech assistant. Yes, the league actually... Um, had me go through a course at RAC, and I got a certificate so that I could have that under my belt and work over in surgery. So basically, they hired you on as a kennel tech. They gave you a promotion. They sent you to school, and now they gave you another promotion. Yes. So that must mean you're pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trisha, a lot of people um, either don't know that we have a surgery center or they know that we have it, but they don't know what we do over there. So tell right. us a little bit first about the surgery center. We have a spay and neuter center. Um, we do spays and neuters on younger pets, cats and dogs. We also do some rabbits as the only other uh, pet that we see. And that is a service that's offered to the public? Yes. Okay. Spays and neuters only. Um We also do any medical procedure that we can handle in our surgery center um, to help out with cost as far as anything as far as needing an amputation or we just removed stones from a bladder the other day when we were in on a a spay. If we can't do them there, we would have to send them to a regular veterinary hospital or they would go into gray muzzle and then Marcy would in turn have a one of her vets do the surgery so anything we can handle at the league we try to do before we send it somewhere else so that we're saving the shelter money and those more special procedures those are all done on our animals yes so owned by the shelter the public cannot bring their dog in um, for normal veterinary care no um where do our vets come from we have um four vets we have um Dr. Kulig, she's from Gilbertsville. We have Dr. Andrews. She owns her own um, 
she works on horses and deer. She owns oh. her own uh, veterinary practice. Dr. Veltry from VCA Cocoosing and Dr. Bastion, who now um, works at Willow Creek. So, so we have a pretty great roster of oh, yes. professional and very experienced yes. vets that are always helping us out They're with all our animals. Wonderful, yes. and those are the same vets that are performing um, spays and neuters on yes. the public's animals. Exactly. So you're in surgery, and I asked you for an interesting story that we could tell on this podcast, and you told me the story of Pebbles and Bam Bam. So that's really why we're here today. Um, I think it's an interesting story that the public probably wants to know about. So tell us how you met Pebbles. Um, Pebbles came into the shelter. It was um, in the evening. It was close to closing, and I got a phone call at night. It was about 5 o'clock, one of the the girls that worked there said we have a dog that is going into labor the owners signed her over they got x-rays of her and she has one puppy that is too big to fit out and she needs an emergency c-section what do we do let me back up why um why did the owner sign her pregnant dog over the dog needed an emergency c-section and it's at least you're looking at two to three thousand and you would be going to an emergency center because it was at five o'clock at night dog was going into labor and it was dangerous for the puppy and the mom and the surgery needed to be done as okay. soon as possible all right so five o'clock you get the call from the front desk what do we do i started calling all of the vets <laughs> to get somebody to come in and do this surgery at the league so that we wouldn't have to take her to an emergency center to another hospital because we did not have the funds and um, I finally got a hold of Dr. Veltry, and he came in. It was about 8.30 at night, and um, two of the technicians also stayed. Sue and Jamie came over to help, and we had to do an emergency C-section, and we delivered uh, Bam Bam at about 9 o'clock at night. And what kind of dogs are Pebbles and Bam Bam? Pebbles was a Lhasa Shih Tzu mix, and we're assuming Bam Bam was the same. He looked Ish. very similar to her. And uh, so this was a little dog. Yeah, she was 12 pounds. How um, is it unusual for a dog to only be pregnant with one puppy? It was odd. It wasn't. I mean, it can happen, but it's not what we expected. This puppy was very big (laughs) and there was no way he was coming out naturally. So, okay. so after the surgery, mom and baby Pebbles and Bam Bam are doing well. Mm -hmm. So now we have two dogs instead of just the one that was signed over. What happened to them then? We kept them over in surgery because um, Bam Bam needed to be eight weeks old to be adopted, and we didn't want to put them back over in the kennels. Um, we figured we'd save space, and we actually kept them in the surgery center and basically fostered them uh, in the other building. And that way it was much quieter for her to nurse him, and um, we potty trained him in eight weeks, and we got both of them adopted to people who are actually friends so pebbles and bam bam actually get to see each other and have play dates it's really cute so we have talked uh, a lot already on this podcast about fostering and i have said it before but i'll say it again what people don't realize is that the staff does a lot of fostering too mm-hmm. and in this instance these dogs were actually fostered sort of on location yes. over in the surgery center so i know you girls must have taken great care of them mm-hmm. um once bam bam turned eight weeks old was he adopted quickly thereafter 
Uh, we actually kept Bam Bam for another month, and then we neutered him, and then he did get adopted. So we had him for a month later than Mom. Mom got adopted first. Um, they were both perfect dogs. They, it was wonderful to save them. And So know. we kept the mom, Bam Bam, we kept her for two months before she was adopted, mm-hmm. and we kept Pebbles for three months before he was adopted. Uh Bam Bam. 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 Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did. So many names. So we, um, kind of the point of the story is that we went above and beyond to save um, the lives of these two dogs and then to turn around and get them homes. So, Tricia, I want to thank you for coming in with me today. I know you were hesitant, but you did great, and it's almost over. Didn't I tell you it would go fast? (laughs) (laughs) So, if you want to learn more about the veterinary services that are offered at the Animal Rescue League, you can visit www.berksarl.org and check out the Veterinary Services tab. There you can also find referrals to our partnered veterinarians. So thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll talk next week on the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series.